It's gonna be interesting. I yes, <laughs> got it. So, so let's talk about this. Pick up the conversation where we left off when we were messaging each other because that's a good starting point. Um. Well, right now I do have a heart monitor on. Um. I have um, two more days. They're monitoring it. I did have a couple of events, you know, that I had to do with it. Um. Let's and first off. Let's, let's get clear with everything because um, I had this before the event happened. I don't know mm -hmm. what words we can use, so I'm going to mm -hmm. use the event. Um, this came, um, and this um, also, uh, I am, um, I like to call it, I am fully wormed. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! I am yeah. fully wormed. Right. Um, I've had all three um, because of what they've discovered um that is going on with me um let's see how far do you want to go i well let, I, i'm not so sure well you reached out to me when you reached out to me because you had mentioned that you thought this might be like this might be cancer or this might be something else and you yes. were having to go in and to that get was what we were looking at because um one of the things that happened i i did have the event uh back in february of last year and yeah. which caused the whole chain of events which um in the bigger picture of it i had been already having things before coming out of the out of the gulf war yeah. and already having this and over years um it's just progressed and then all of a sudden here we are mm -hmm. in this process and having it having it actually I finally got a diagnosis of what was happening going on. Yeah. From a long time ago, they thought I had leukemia, which I, you, it is still kind of a form of leukemia because it's called mast cell activation syndrome. Mm -hmm. um, it's where the body will create a high levels of histamines. Mm -hmm. um, you can have it in your kidneys, you can have it in your lungs, you can have it in your stomach, you can have it in, in many places, uh, from what I'm understanding and they're saying. So I had to go through a series of things, uh, and they discovered it by, actually by fluke, from having the event, the yeah. COVID. Yeah. Uh, they had did a blood test and found out that my triptates were high. It's called a triptates. And they don't mm. test this. It's not a normal test that you would go to the doctor when they go and, and get it. Yeah. So that set off a whole uh, round of events that started occurring with me. And, you know, al you know, allergy symptoms constantly, like a long collar or stuff. But there's always been this pain in my chest, you know, always, even before you know, happening and going, getting told, oh, you got to go see an oncologist, you know, you have to go see this person, they're going to do all these big things to you. And I mean, it really took me down a road of, wait a minute, <laughs> I actually went into fear. And yeah. I, I don't, I'm a very spiritual person. I've been to the other side. I know what it was. And my human part of me kicked in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it went, whoa, dude. The, the oncology word got scared. Mm -hmm. um, so 
in the process, I had reached out to you and I told you, I said, you know, hey, they think I have this. And if this is the deal, I'm going to have to have do chemotherapy. They're talking chemotherapy. And so we were having this conversation back and forth. And um, and I really, I really feel it's, you know, it's, um, there's a lot of emotions and a lot of things that's happened in my life. I mean, I could yeah. really go through a whole big, big thing. And through this whole past year, it's been about, I guess, my heart, my heart being broken, you yeah. know. And after the seeing the oncologist, he says, well, you have to go see your cardiologist because you really need to have some really big workup done um, to ensure that the heart itself is, um, is okay. Yeah. And I thought it was interesting that you said, Shannon, your heart is broke. You were going to work on the broken heart. <laughs> and then mm -hmm. she tells me that and it's like, okay, Bernie, let's do this. Let's, <laughs> yeah. let's go there. Let's see what is there. I'm not afraid of looking at it. And I'm very open about who I am is what I'm working with and why I'm working with what I'm working. So I did do a stress test. I have to wear this. And then on Friday, I have to have a echocardiogram and then they're gonna do all of my arteries and veins and everything. Um, uh, even the, the cardiologist said that people that have mast cell activation syndrome um, can have cardiac thickness, mm -hmm. their heart becomes thick. Thicker. And I muscle. thought, mm. this is my thought <laughs> after leaving. I said, hmm, that's interesting. When you in, you know, in my life, I've had people in my life that's come in my life or hurt me or used me or been disappointed or my heart is broken. You get a thick heart. Right. You know, you get thick hearted. Mm -hmm. And I thought, that's an interesting concept to look at. You know, mm -hmm. I, and I've been sitting with that. It's like, man, do I have a thick heart? You know, am I being in that place with that? And I thought, okay, Fernie's going to help me get to the bottom of this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm going to try. Funny, I'm gonna try. Yeah. Here's the funny part of it. Before I even connected with you, I had four people, four people, Two of them, not gifted, psychic, nothing. They were just having a conversation that says, I don't know why you need to talk to Fernie. I don't know why you need to talk to Fernando. Mm. Do you know Fernando? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll do it, guys. I got it. <laughs> yeah. Got well, it. they do that. I mean, they do, you know, when, when um, there have been... There have been instances in the past when I am like confused about something or I'm trying to figure something out and I'm just not plugging in and then I'm guided to someone else that is receptive or open enough to help me. And it's usually been like you, like I was guided back to you um, after our initial uh, connection and then like uh, um, Victoria McSpadden is another person as well. So you get guided or pulled to someone who might just be able to help to kind of make more sense of it just because we don't always understand things. And especially in the spiritual community, and when you do a lot of healing work, you're so focused on other people's healing that you just forget sometimes that you're still susceptible to similar conditions because you're human, even if you try your best to, to take care of yourself, there are still some things that we may not understand we're struggling with that we carry with us. 
That's true. Mm-hmm. That is very true because me, I, I, I realize this. I'm the warrior. I'm the one that runs in. I don't care if I, you know, I've been in combat. I've been, you know, in different things. Even now, you know, in my spiritual work, I'm the one that goes in. And I, if you say let's go, I'm going in to fight for you. You know, yeah. let's go. Well, because you're a shield. You're the shield. You're a shield. Yeah. And I forget to sometimes I need somebody to fight for me. You yeah. know, I need to sit down and go, wait, wait, and then you got to sometimes um, let somebody else dance with you. Yeah, exactly. And I think that that's one of the biggest things about this, because when you were telling me about it, or if you thought, like you thought maybe it might be cancer or leukemia or, and I immediately, I was thinking to myself, and it just all came in. It's like, he's suffering from a broken heart. He needs to mend his heart because it's gotten to a point that is requiring attention and focus. And so like, okay, well, this is what we need to work on. And even though it was, you were referring to something completely different, that's the main area that I was fixated on. And I thought to myself, he must be going through what I've been going through this last year, which is, and I know a lot of people can relate to this and COVID and COVID, you know, has been a curse and a blessing all in one because it has plagued us with so many challenges and and on an individual level and on a societal level on a cultural level on a spiritual level i mean just it just depends on where, where what perspective you're coming from but it has also been a revealer of a lot that we needed to be made aware of yes for ourselves and as a whole and so it has been a great revealer as well and so it has that's revealed yeah a lot. <laughs> yes it has i mean and i i mean i think i have seen so much I have seen so much in the last year, year and a half that I did not see before because of the pandemic, because of COVID, because of individual circumstances of COVID. And so yes. it's been that for me. And, and so for you, I think when you, when you got it last year, it began this whole journey of really bringing to understanding a lot of things that in your body needed attention. And once you get hit with COVID, as you well know, you, you can't, you, it takes you down and you're oh, just, yeah. I think I was down six weeks because it wasn't a lung for me. It was more neurological. Yeah. I mean, I literally would just jerk, jerk, yeah. body sweats. The, I never had fever, but I would just sweat. Like it was the most strangest thing. Heart uh, um, going. Uh, went to the ER at the time. They didn't have tests for it. They just yeah. said, you got a virus, go home. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> All right. I don't know what's going on, but okay. Yeah. I don't know why your heart is like that. Your blood pressure is high. Your blood sugar is through the roof, but it's okay. Go home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we don't know. Yeah. And when you're in a situation like that, where it's something, and you can call it mother nature or God's force, you know, it's, it's, it's forcing you to confront something whether you choose to confront it or not. And in this instance, it was forcing you to take a break, take care of yourself. And in the process of taking care of yourself, become aware of what is happening beneath the surface besides COVID. Because COVID was just the first layer of self-awareness oh, yeah. with that physical condition. After that, you started to go deeper. And I think that's where some of that was coming from. So. Yes, I call it being put into my sanctuary to look at myself. Yeah. And really look at relationship wise, how I am even working. I've really 
pretty I've really cut back even on my work I don't I haven't yeah. like the last three weeks I, I think tomorrow I'm gonna do my first person I really it's not that I and I love doing this I yeah. you know I love yeah. this I am this mm -hmm. is my passion mm -hmm. but it's been a fascinating experience with this how do I explain that in my body it's it's there because I look at everything as energy in me and I can feel this energy that I've been carrying for a long time. Mm -hmm. um, but when the COVID came and we went into the to the quietness, it really set off. Oh, it's always for me right now. It's the uncertainty. It's always the uncertainty. It's always the uncertainty. Um, Wow, that's really, wow, I'm having some epiphanies just having a conversation. That's good. That's good. Have the epiphanies. For me, because it was such a, because of my PTSD from combat and everything, it put me up on guard. It really threw me up. Um, and I think that's why I really had it more into the neurological part of me. But energetically looking at it, it's like that was that sleeping demon inside of me. And I'm going to put it that way because it was the sleeping demon. It was that part of me that in my life, um, the reaction, because even as a child, um, the violence, the uncertainty, every day was an uncertainty. It was like being in that place. And then when you are in combat, it's uncertain. You're, you're, it's that PTSD, it's uncertain. What is that day gonna bring? What, you know, is it your day to go? Are you going to get, you know, it's, you know, anything, you know, you're going to get shot at, you're going to be whatever. And then coming out of it, and then here we are into this place again, and it's like, whoa. And now seeing people that are, uh, how do I say this, even more, I, I had some friends that passed. And it's like this, almost that survivor's guilt again, mm -hmm. you know, uh, of showing up. It's like, wow, I survived, you know, combat. I survived this. And then going into that place again. And it's like, wow, how, how do I open up, you know, in my heart? Because I love people. I, I will, you, they said, let's go to protect people. I'm ready. I, I'm going, you know, yeah. you, I, you can, this body ain't the most physical. Well, because, yeah, because you're, you're a light being, you know, with the light, all right. with all light beings, that's an automatic, like, response. Like, Let's go. when a light being is in body, which is what you are, the moment that you hear a cry for help, it, there's not even a, a thinking about it. You just, like, run in and help because that's mm -hmm. what you're made of. That's what you're, that's the substance of your form. But this past, the past two years, have fed on, and we're saying past years, have fed on old trauma that you've sustained and that has been there. And it fed off of, and then kind of, it amplified all of this excess that you don't allow yourself enough time or a lot of energy to kind of sit with. And I think that as much as you love people, we all know that everybody in this world has the ability to be duplicitous has the ability to be both positive and negative, both honest and also, you know, they can lie through their teeth. 
Um, and so everyone has that, that ability and that potential. And there isn't just one or another that we all have the same substance. We're made of the same substance. We're made of the substance of God. And I think that you're so used to helping people and being there for people that to see us as a planet and to see everyone become so conflicted and to see you encounter that conflict with people that you love and have been there for, and to also see yourself struggling with your own personal journey and COVID, I think all of that has kind of just come to fruition and come to a form and has caused your, your condition in a way that is forcing you to deal with it. And I think what you describe and what you're going through and what you are coming out of is the exact same thing I've had to go through myself in a different form, but it's the same energy and it's trauma. I mean, it's all pure trauma. I mean, it's just the last year and a half have been trauma for a lot of, for most people. For me, it made me feel unsafe. Yeah. And, you know, when you're, even as a child, um, that uncertainty, you come from uh, uncertain, you know, you never know what's happening as a child, you know where you're going to be, you never know what you're going to walk into, you never know who, what's going to happen. Mm. And then you it go into, you know, I went into the military, and then it's like, oh, here we go, we're off to do combat. Uh, and it's the feeling unsafe, uncertainty, and then here we are again. Um, you know, even you know, coming out in, in my sexuality and everything, ooh, I got a lot of chest and, and like all pressure right there. It's like, ooh, I really go in there. Even in my sexuality, even being who I am, it's you. you we deal with that on a daily basis too. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh there's still some unsafeness or uncertainty about how to be and who to be. And um, yeah, and then when we got into this, to the event, to the COVID, it really set that into the PTSD. I, so many people have PTSD right now from that feeling unsafe, uncertainty. Yeah. And you can call it whatever you want, but it, it's... It truly is. It's, it, we went on hyperspace. And that's why you see so many people are angry or, you know, that are having, you know, even different points of view and things like yeah. that. It's like, Lashing out and yeah. Wow. You know, but when I bring it back to myself, it's myself is, you know, I, I have to, and I, I'm really looking at that energy and I've been sitting with it. It's, it's like that dark demon, you know, that yeah. I, and I'd say, I'm going to call it that because that's the way it is. That's that dark energy that's yeah. been there for a very long time. The but shadow self. They call, I think they call it the shadow, the shadow self or the shadow um, within us that yeah. carries all of that, you know, trauma. Yeah. And, and it's the one that we don't want to turn around and look at. It's the dragon that chases us. Mm -hmm. And we're afraid so much that it's going to hurt. That it's so scary that it's going to eat us up. It's going to consume us that yeah. part. And even me, I mean, I've been to the other side. I've been uh, not once, but twice. And I've done... I mean, very extensive healing work with myself. I mean, mm -hmm. I've traveled all over the place to really work with it. And now this is really down to the, like, here we are in this very, I, inside of me, it's like, I, I have no more choices. 
I can't, there's no more roadblocks for me. Yeah. Then. Yeah. And it's like, okay. Well, I also think that the, the last vestiges of control and of certainty within you have are forced to fall away now because you, you, you did all that healing work. You built yourself into a grander version of yourself, an expanded version of yourself, a more elevated energetically version of yourself. And all of those years and all of that work that you've done after the, the trauma, you did all of that work. You've been working with people. You've been doing quite a bit to just reform yourself into something that is that that serves in a way that you've been wanting for so long so you build yourself up into this being and there's a certainty that comes along with knowing who you are and the world can you know this might be happening in this part of the world this might be part happening in that part of the world this might be affecting this one person but when you have and and, and in those singular instances your life, your world is still to, to some extent solid, stable, consistent. Yeah, we have, you know, stuff that comes up, but it, for the most part, the world is still the world, right? But That's this it. has caused the world to turn upside down and it, ha it has caused all of everybody's shadow self to reveal itself because this has been the shadow revealer. Ooh, and yes. in doing so, it has forced all of us to either try to singularly focus on that level of stability or work and cooperate as a collective to recreate that sense of stability and, and anchor ourselves to solid ideas of love and compassion and connection. And I think that's the hardest part of all of this is that we think that if just one of us does this or one of us does that, or the military does this, or the government does that, or this politician does this, or this politician does that, that it's gonna fix everything. And that's not the problem here. The, the challenge here isn't, what political party or figure or individual or whoever has control, this is, do we all realize, how many of us can realize this is gonna take all of us connecting on a global level in as much as we can, as much mass as we can to bring back a connection of love and of compassion and of consideration for each other and just of love. I mean, connection and love is what we need to, to to to, for, to reform in a non in a non delusional way 